Welcome to the Leanne Hart Podcast. Leanne is a mighty servant to God who wears many hats. She is a wife to J.W. Hart, the Iron Man of professional bull riding, a loving mother, and a bucking bull stock contractor alongside of her husband at Hart Cattle Company. But that's not all. She's an inspirational speaker, pastor, singer, songwriter, worship leader, and a beautiful sister in Christ. After the podcast is over, make sure you give it a like and a share, and please subscribe and review this podcast. Without further ado, I introduce you to your host, a true Holy Spirit hustler, a lovely and passionate woman, Miss Leanne Hart. Everybody, this is Leanne Hart with Leanne Hart Ministries, and I am sitting here with Nathan Ogden from Pickett Construction slash buck and bull, all things, contractor, awesome dad, a guy that loves Jesus, a guy I actually call my brother, one of our great friends, who influences me all the time to really look to Jesus, because you kind of had a bull that was named Find Jesus. So, therefore, the majority of our conversations, I don't think we've ever had a conversation that didn't have Jesus and bulls in it, but Jesus has always been in it. And here we are sitting here in my barn, so you guys are liable to hear bulls being very authentic in the moment, letting him, letting everyone know they're here on this too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, he's here kind of checking on a bull, and um, we were planning on doing this podcast in Guthrie, but you're here. So here you are. Here we are. Here we are, and you're going to do it here. So anyway, Nathan, what about the bull business? What about... Jesus, what about your faith? What about your family? What about all of it? Well, I think uh, you probably want to know how we got involved in the buck and bull business. Well, I grew up on a farm, and who isn't raised on a farm that isn't just enamored by bucking bulls? Yeah. And the rodeo and and uh, and that kind of stuff. Um, and I'd say just about anybody raised on a farm always thought it'd be cool to have a bucking bull. <laughs> well, uh, my father-in-law, Fred Fitch is a super PBR fan since it was started and he kind of got me into it when I met Tracy into watching the PBR on TV and stuff and I started watching it and went to our first event big uh before tough event in Springfield one year and I guess Tracy signed up for the fan club or something <laughs> and we got this little postcard in the mail so this is how it got started this is how it got started <laughs> Super so fan. she can't blame it on me. That's right. So I got this little oh, postcard in the mail. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was all glossy and shiny and it smelled like a million bucks, you know. And uh, and it had two bulls on the, the on the postcard. And they both had bows in their head, on their head. <laughs> and it said, this Christmas, <laughs> give the gift that keeps on bucking or something like that. And it was Backseat Buckers so Program. So catchy. Yeah. Turnkey <laughs> Bull Ownership Program. We know how to take care of cattle, but have no clue, honestly, about how to take care of bucking bulls at that time and how to get involved what well, seemed the easy way in and i told the gal in the office I said hey i'm gonna buy tracy and i have bucking bulls for christmas she goes don't you do it you will get a divorce if you give your wife oh gosh. a bucking bull for christmas so i bought spots and i give it to her for new year's that year and we end up in jerry's world her her dad went with us and went to the auction and bought two bulls and uh I didn't know anything about bucking bulls, and I got online and watched all the videos they gave you, and I started scoring them the way you're supposed to score, I guess. And and uh, I think we bought Fine Jesus and Booger County Boogie, and they were... Like, say Booger County Boogie ten times fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's Madison County, Arkansas, where Tracy grew up. And, <laughs> I love um, it. The uh, 
I think on our my ranking sheets they were twelfth and eighteenth. I'm sorry, no, we bought them twelfth and eighteenth spot. Mm -hmm. They were both in my top four. Yeah, I didn't know anything about the business. We got lucky, right? Yeah. And uh, and got them bought in the twelfth and eighteenth spots. And uh, at the end of the day, we were happy. Both of them made it the top five that year. And uh, as Futurity Cavs and Find Jesus actually won the Derby the next year mm -hmm. uh, in the backseat Buckers deal. He's the champ and. Uh, when we when I bought them, we obviously realized we could name them, and uh, it was a blessing to be able to even get involved in it. And I know where that blessing came from. So I wanted to name my bull, at least one of them, in honor of God. Mm -hmm. You know, that way when his name is called, somebody, one person, if one person hears that name and it creates someone the need and want to take action and yeah. find Jesus. You right. know, and that's why we did it. And uh the rest has been a journey and a path that only God knew yeah. what he had for us in, in plan. And his light just continues to shine everywhere. And I'm just taken aback by it and amazed. People are still wearing his shirt. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I still have people say, can I buy that shirt somewhere? Uh -huh. You know, and I would say find Jesus when he lived here was still trying to find Jesus every now and then, you know, trying to bust all the fences down, <laughs> gates, all the fun things, uh -huh. you know, but he brought so much joy here to our house. Um, and as stubborn as he was, he was such a reflection of a person for me because that stubbornness is such a human quality and it's such an earthly quality. And it, and then again, when he would shine, that's your bull. That is your bull. That is your yeah. bull. That's your bull. Find Jesus was a gate <laughs> breaker. I like to say he's a chain breaker like Jesus. And, uh, <laughs> it's a chain breaker. JW thought he got rid of the gate breaker when Find Jesus retired at our farm. And, and then uh, Uncle Gangster has taken his spot gladly, and I just love it. And you've all been introduced <laughs> to him right now in the moment, like right there in this moment. So, you know, did you ever feel like you were called to be a preacher? My... Mom's dad was a pastor, and uh, her brother is a pastor, and uh, there's just been a lot that you and I have talked about on, I don't know, the, the rituals and stuff of religion and all that, yes. and and I'm just really got to looking at, you don't have to be a preacher to teach others about God. We're all, no matter what you do, are called to lead others. Go therefore and baptize, you know, in yes, the name of the yeah. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's to everybody. Yeah. You don't have to be ordained to do that. The minute you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're ordained to do that by God. You know, I think a lot of people ask when you feel a calling on your life, how do you act on that calling? I love that you guys chose to do it in a pretty unique way by naming a buck and bull, find Jesus. I don't think you quite understood. I think sometimes, I don't think we any of us understand the magnitude of what kind of what size of an arena, whether it be one person or 50,000 people or on national television, who's going to hear that name and what they're going to think and what they're going to find when they hear that name, mm -hmm. that whether it be they're looking for something more than religion. We take relationship on the road. You take relationship on the road. And when you, did you feel like there was something more there after you retired, find Jesus? You know, it's, it's, uh, while he was still going, all of a sudden you realize that God's given, there's a platform's created, honestly. Yeah. And, and I never was, 
had realized what that would open up mm-hmm. and uh we made i made a decision of okay we got in it his name he's named that and have kind of created a ministry with it and our stance is if we can't be a positive influence in the pbr we don't need to be involved yeah you know um at the level we are and uh we could just be fans and mm-hmm. sit back and uh it's been pretty cool to watch how what we've done in the locker room and with some of the guys uh change lives you know and yeah. and the goal was if it one person and and there's i don't know who we haven't seen but i know the friends we have in the pbr and in that locker room and the difference it's made in some of those guys lives and their families lives and and all that is just it's it's tremendous to just be a part of it and i'm humbled to be a part of it and like watching the holy spirit work yeah you know yeah it's not about denomination it's not about religion it's really about building relationship and you have to be intentional about that mm-hmm. who have you had in your life that was influential and intentional in helping grow your faith so as a kid my mom you know she made sure we were in church she kept us there um no matter what was going on in life we went to church um and then obviously life happens and we tend to go our own way and right. like sheep and uh you know, even when I wasn't doing following the Bible, I knew I knew where I needed to be. And uh, there was a pastor of mine, Matthew Johnson, that uh, we, I was going to the Methodist church, and he says, uh, I was talk, talking to him about doing a Bible study. He goes, why don't you lead it? Oh, I, don't, I can't lead a Bible study. <laughs> he gave me a book. I said, here's a book. Stay one week ahead of everyone else. And that was the first time I was ever thrown into any kind of a leadership role and uh and Matthew challenged me a lot to go to this thing called men's encounter that uh you know I've talked to you about and taken some of the guys to out of the locker room and it is a life changer you know it's uh makes you realize we all carry baggage around yeah. everybody does just don't let it affect you give it to God go on down the road you know try to live positively and don't look back you know and that's a lot of it is just not dwelling in our sin or our past and and trying to be a positive light mm-hmm. how do you you know when you think about being positive and you've been successful in your business you've been successful with your bulls and you're successful in your relationship with jesus when somebody looks at you what would something what like what what's something that you might struggle with that you have to really give to god every day if you were to name one two three things whatever you know like what's something you're like you know what like this is something i have to give to him that you know in your heart you're like i have to like work at this how do you work at that i've got you you're on the spot yeah (laughs) so that's a that's 10 podcasts right there probably (laughs) um but in in my entire life so i had a man that, that was my ag teacher growing up we sat down a few years ago, and he's like, when did you make an about face? Like, give me your testimony. I'm like, which one? Yeah. Which one? And uh, that's not something you desire to do, but, you know, and it may be why there's I can be effective with a lot of the guys in the, in the locker room and just anybody. Uh, I've been through quite a bit of stuff, and 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 can show how God has changed that and talk about how God changed that and know 
where I could have been without him. Um, but I would say, even just a few weeks ago, when all this COVID stuff was going on, I was starting to get negative. Yeah. You know, and uh, I walked into my office one day and and uh, told one of the guys in the office, uh, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of seeing everybody being negative, what's going on in the world right now with the racial tensions, with the COVID stuff. It just makes people make bad decisions. And I, and I, I started doing that to me and uh, said something to another guy, and he's like, you need to just go home and have a crown of Sprite. And I'm like, no, you know what? I need to go home and pray. And that's what I did. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. And uh, the uh, the whole PBR stuff, our PBR, you know, we told we couldn't have it where we normally have it, and that was weighing on me. And uh, I went home and prayed and, and woke up the next day. I'm going to be a positive lot no matter what phone call I get. And, and I had 30-something phone calls that day. And I look back at them, 27 of them were negative. Oh, my gosh. 27. And it was just silly stuff. Yeah. And uh, I said the next day, no matter what happens, I'm going to be positive. And, and uh, Did people want to stop talking to you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like. Uh, You're trying to get them on the same page, and they're yeah, trying to get you on the same page. Yeah, it's just stop, drop, and pray. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that goes a long ways. And that's what I just forget to do sometimes. Yeah. You know, no matter where life takes you. Uh, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. That was my scripture I sent out this week. And and you do. You send out scriptures to the guys every week. Do you feel like you get a lot of pos- positive feedback from that? Or um, does it just give you a way to connect when you see them? Both. Because I think a lot of people have a lot of, have issues with connection with people. Like, how do we connect with people? I mean, for me, I've got these bracelets that I've started doing. And that's given me a way to connect. It's a tool that I have. Mm-hmm. You know, what are some of the tools that you use to utilize connection? That that, that text every week. Uh, try to phone call some of the guys here and there. Call and be called is a big thing. Um, that's good. Call and be called. I love it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it, back to what you were that saying about good. what is your thing I have to go control? Yeah. I have to struggle. I struggle with giving up control. And so did not see that one coming. Uh I did not see well, that coming. It started a long time ago. <laughs> like when my business was young. Tracy's like, like I would t- agree. No, I'm just yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's early on in business, I could not give up control. Yeah. I was afraid to ask for help. Well, I finally started delegating. Yeah. Well, it's the best thing I ever did. I learned how to do that in business. I've learned how to do it in life. And ultimately, it has affected how I give it up to God. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Just the whole deal I just talked about being mm-hmm. negative. Give up control. Yeah. You make, we people make situations negative when we shouldn't. Mm hmm. You know, good. that's the way it's going to be. Deal with it, accept it. Mm hmm. Go on. That's good. Control is a big deal. Like, control, mm-hmm. like, we have control over control. Mm hmm. God's like, I've given you authority to make choices. Like yeah. You can make choices. And I'm the authority, but you have authority. Mm-hmm. And yet, you can make choices that are going to relinquish yourself and take pressure off. You want to be mad? Well, you can be glad in the same pants that you got mad in, you know, like you can. And it's, and I think the harder things that we deal with, it's really hard to give being a parent. It's hard to give up control and try not to control every little thing, you know, and dictate your, your, the opportunity that you've been given to be a parent. Mm-hmm. It's hard in business 
to be, to, it's hard as a wife, it's hard as a husband, you know, like to give each other a voice sometimes. It's hard because I know for me, I've like, I feel like I'm right a lot, you know, and JW's uh-huh. like, I'm right a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, honestly, he is right a lot. And sometimes I just have a hard time listening to it. Mm-hmm. And because I don't want him to be right. I like being right. You know, who doesn't want to be right? Who doesn't want to sound smarter? Who doesn't want to sound like they've got it all together? You know, and, and JW a lot of times will say things and the way you might say it just might come across. And I've, as a wife, I'm like, I'm going to hear God and everything he says. I'm going to hear it and all the, so when he's screaming at me or something, I just know he needs me. And that's his way of getting it across. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's his way of of letting me know. <laughs> I need you come down here now. You know, yeah. I need you. To, I need your help. And but I've had to I've had to take a step back and look at different and look at perspectives on that end. And as a foster parent, it's really hard to relinquish control because I don't have control of the situation until I'm legally given control of a situation, and I'm limited in my control. You've been to my house. You see how chaotic it is. It's like controlled <laughs> chaos because I have people that help me do life because right. I can't do it by myself mm-hmm. um, I've learned I'm, I'm learning that control's big for me yeah it's like ugh. I can't I can't do I couldn't do all this without Tracy yeah you know uh, she is very good for for me and keeping me in line and grounded and uh, honestly desire to be a good husband and dad yeah you know I mean especially with those girls and it's you say raising a kid it's uh we were talking about this morning, raise up a child in the way they should go, and even when they're old, they will not depart from mm-hmm. it. I think Bert said it was Proverbs 22, 6. Yes, she did. Uh, but it goes back to my mom raising me. I want my kids. I want to be my mom to my kids. Yeah. You know, so we're going to have problems in life, but maybe by the time they're, they're sitting in my shoes as a parent, they're doing the same thing. Well, we talked about the vine this morning, and the re- that, that stemmed from that statement, the vine... The way a vine is trained is the way it will grow. Mm -hmm. And we talked about every branch of me that doesn't bear fruit, he takes away. But every branch of me that does bear fruit, he prunes. And so it will bear more fruit. And so God loves quantity or quality over quantity. And sometimes I think as growers, we like to grow things. God loves to grow stuff. Like he wouldn't have put all this on the earth if he didn't want to see it grow. Right. I just... God's so awesome like that. Like so, even as bull owners and as ranchers and what we do, we like to grow good crops, quality over quantity. That's how we, how you are, is picking your bulls and what you choose to put money into and effort into. Is you want quality? You can have a lot of bulls, mm-hmm. but it may not. They may not be quality. JW ain't gonna take them. JW ain't, <laughs> ain't gonna take them. He ain't gonna feed them. No. Well, it's just like the little three-year-old <laughs> bull we got. We were looking at this morning. He's you want a good one and even when you get a good one you get excited yeah and part of me is wanting to do and do ministry in the pbr is i get excited when i see someone and accept that the holy spirit used me to watch them make that decision to follow jesus and accept you know god is their lord and savior there's nothing better than that feeling and just seeing that manifest itself you know what i mean uh that's better than getting a, your first car. You yes. know what I mean? There's nothing that compares to it. And and I think that's the fire. You know, that's the drive and, and the fuel behind it all. Yeah. Is knowing you can see someone make the best decision, the most important decision they'll ever make in their life. 
Yeah, when you got to baptize Gage, that was like a hundred. That was a perfect score. In a casino on Las Vegas Boulevard. Uh yeah. Sin City. That was super. Yeah, that was cool. Incredible. And we got to have church that we didn't even have to ask for the room. It was offered up, mm-hmm. you know. And so that was phenomenal. How cool is that? Yeah. I mean, the opportunities that God has exploded in the industry all because we're just being obedient mm-hmm. is just what blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind. And so I just, I find so much fruit in that. And it's a good fruit. And sometimes it feels like, I think with COVID, it feels like God's taken something away. When honestly, this is just, it's not a setback, it's a setup. Mm-hmm. Because when you prune something, it looks like it shrinks. But that's growth. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is growth. Yeah. I mean, more than anything, that is growth. Because God would never prune something without that didn't, didn't have potential. Right. And I mean, that is what blows my mind. And I think the opportunity that we've been given to, to partner up with you guys has been incredible as well. Because, I mean, how did you even hear about us? <laughs> I thought about this yesterday on the way down here. About I need to talk about this a minute. So when we did the backseat buckers thing, after the first year, uh, they said they gave us a list. Here's some folks that might be willing to take your bull on and try to get him to the next level if he's good enough. And they gave us a list. And me being anal control guy that I am, I created a job interview sheet. And I called everybody and interviewed. And everybody was honestly great. Uh, and I saw JW and Lacey in the ice cream line out at South Point uh, the last, when we were leaving Vegas that day. I said, hey, I got your name on the list. I'm going to call you. Here's the bulls that we have. And, and Just talk. curious, did you like the ice cream flavors that they got? Was there a connection there? Do you even know? No, I wouldn't even eat ice cream. <laughs> it was by the exit, you know, and then uh, we were leaving. I said, hey, there's J.W. Hart. Let me go talk to him. Tell him I'm going to be calling. <laughs> that way you can put a name with the face. Yeah. And uh, and I did my interviews, and uh, it was a – and the other guys were great. I mean, there wasn't a bad name on the list that I talked to, but it was just obviously – I mean, you can see now why the, the, it was just a fit. I yeah. mean, it was, it was God's will 100%. And – you know, yeah. just like everything with that bull has been God's will, and, and here we are. Yeah. You know, sitting well, in bull housing. In the bull housing, Heart cattle yeah. company, Love County. You That's know? so true. <laughs> you know, I've always, I think something that was really made known to me more when we had opportunities to partner up. We've had Mick Plummer for a really long time, and he's kind of like the silent partner that just is so trusting with us. And we want to do, like, we beat ourselves up when we feel like things don't, you know, bulls don't perform or something happens with, that you don't have control over that you feel like you could have maybe done better at. And when we started getting the opportunity to partner up with you guys, with with David and with Randy and with Kevin, it was like we're getting all these this quality of partnership, you know. And, and it really kind of wrecked me out a little bit to think that, this is how much God loves us. Like we couldn't have asked for any of this and we haven't, he's just, he's brought it here and he's presented it. And I'm like, we want to do this well. And that's with the Holy spirit. When you you think about it, when Jesus promised he was going to leave a partner for us, Mm -hmm. (laughs) my gosh, (laughs) A, a comfort, a peace, a friend, someone that was going to be a helper to us. Obviously, those guys and those women that would have said, we want to partner up with the Holy Spirit, wanted to do it well. Mm-hmm. And so that is something for me that I've looked at with our partnerships. Like, 
we want to do this well. We want to do the best that we can by our partners because we could never do without our partners. We can't, we don't have the money to have these kind of animals. We don't have the, uh, the facility without our partners, you know, to, to be able to house these bulls, to be able to feed these bulls, to be able to haul these bulls, to all the things that we had to do. Like we, we don't have that here. And I think a lot of people think that differently, you know, they see what you have and they just say, Oh, they've got it all. No, we don't have what we have on our own. We have it because we have great partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when we came along, it was, uh, y'all and Mick and, uh, you had rodeo time with the caveman guy. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember when Jay Davis going down the road, he had rodeo time and find Jesus. Yeah. And it was, this was not plan. Which week was going to be the best. And, I'm looking at y'all got a whole semi load of short rounders now. Yeah. I mean, 20 something. Kind of <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, really got the potential to take 20 something bulls to the world finals this year. And it's just been cool to be a part of. Yeah. It's, I mean, a little tiny piece of. And we're, it's a blessing to us and our family, you know. And, and aside from the ministry part of it, the friendship, the family we've made, and uh, with you guys and so many other people in the sport. And, uh, you know, you get to sit here and watch. Uncle Gangster listening to Bella on a podcast (laughs) talking about Jesus. You know what I mean? He's like, praise. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. And you know what? The event you guys did this year was absolutely incredible. You guys going to do it again? Is it going to be in the pasture? For all of you that are listening, make plans. Everybody keeps asking that question and we keep skirting skirting around it. if it's God's will, it'll be back at Ogden Ranch last year. If it's not, it won't. And uh, Next year. We're speaking next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't your plan either, to have a bull riding in the pasture. No, and, and that's part of that week I was talking about. All this negative stuff was happening. Uh, Corona. Yeah, and, and we're working. Picket construction is working. The mm-hmm. Construction handling slowed down. And, and I've watched you guys just stop making a living. And, and uh, yeah. the stock contractors, the... The riders, the the announcers, the bullmen, the bullfighters, just everybody, the food trucks that do that stuff, and that's the only reason I pushed so hard to do it, and it was to help help my friends make a living that aren't feeding their families through all this stuff, and uh, I didn't care if we made one dollar, and I told my partners, I want to do this at our farm, if we don't make a dollar and we can write a check to some people and not lose money, I'm in. Do y'all want to do it? And, of course, they were like, let's do it. And our little community, we sell more sponsorships this year than we ever have. And it was people calling us wanting to be a part of it, you know. And I was just blown away by it. And uh, that's God just revealing himself in another way. You know what I mean? And uh, You can't outgive God. And I think that's a lot of times what we want to do is try to outgive God, you know. And, and it's just like he overwhelms you when you try to outdo him. He's like, let's go, let's do this. Yeah. And we did it in a safe way with CDC guidelines. And, and that's, that was, a, that's just so people a safe way to we live. Had some life great now. bull rides too. Yeah. Really good ones. Really uncle gangster 90 and 90 and a half back to back nights. Back to back. I never had a bull do that. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, JW said he got road. <laughs> yes, he did, but <laughs> it was ninety, buddy. <laughs> yeah. If you ask Junior what he's going to score when he rides those bulls, he'll say ninety. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and he had two great guys on him. You know, that, sure that, that, that put that on him. So uh, they earned it. You know, but uh, it was a pretty cool bull ride. You know, it was it was really neat. Well, I'm just thankful that God is 
has brought us together because he's been the connector, you know, and I can't, I can't say thank you enough for the friendship that we have with you and Tracy. And she is like a, a calm to the storm. Mm-hmm. Watching her work that week, I just sat back and watched a lot while I beaded on the table and sat there and read the Bible. She was so, she's so calm about everything. And regardless of how she may be on a different level with a one-on-one experience, what we see from her is a calm to the storm. She is peace. Like she's just kind of like, we'll do it. We'll make it like this. It's going to work. We'll make this and do this. And she's making food and she's doing what she's got to do. I don't even think I ever saw her walk fast over that weekend. (laughs) She was just busy, but it wasn't like a tornado or a hurricane. She's a calm to my storm for sure. Yeah, (laughs) she is. is. Uh She is Uh for sure. I I tend to get wound up like a $3 watch sometimes and, uh, because she keeps me grounded and Oakley and Huntley they just love this stuff you know they would rather do this and go play t-ball or right? something like that so that just tickles me to death even more well they just kind of fit in uh-huh. they're like little flames they just kind of keep the fire burning yeah you know for sure but I mean they've got both of you guys to do that and you've got great family you've got great in-laws great parents great all of it uh-huh. you know that that night your daddy and your mama had brought your niece and nephew to watch the bulls get unloaded and it was like 12 o'clock that night but the kids were just not going to go to sleep and so they were like enamored by these big bulls walking off of this trailer and it was just really neat to watch that it reminds us why we do what we do it's the people that keep us going it's the people that we get connected to along the way Mm -hmm. and i'm just thankful that we have been connected to you guys through christ for sure amen yeah it ain't always easy but it sure is fun. And if you can't have fun doing doing what you what you love, it ain't worth doing. You, you know? know, and I want to add something because we may have to do a devotional on this in a minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but thinking about why you're here and possibly having to put a bull down is it, it's been hard to watch because it's hard to watch any animal hurt. Period. Um, as I was thinking about that, I was thinking about how we've been talking about the the branch and how we've. We, there are branches that he takes away, and there are branches that he prunes back. Obviously, this is just a pruning process. It doesn't feel good. And there's a reason why we allow God to do what he does, because he's God and we're not. But I'm just going to go ahead and say, thank you, God. He says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell him what you need and thank him for all he's done, which is what we do daily. But at the same time, even in the prosperity of the bull business that you have been in, where there's livestock, there's going to be dead stock. But there's still going to be life again, you know, with God. Because with all things, with God, all things are possible. But when we allow him to bury a branch, he cultivates that. He turns it over. He tills the soil. He waters it. He plants it. And it continues to grow into more quality. And I just want to speak that over you because I know that you're here and it's not. This stinks. Yes. You know, yeah, you brought more yeah. bulls here. You're dropping more. You drop more off than what's possibly not yeah. going to be here. But at the same time, you know, it's never easy to have to do to make hard decisions. No, it's not. And it's, it's, it's life is a gangster. And he has just been outstanding lately. You know, he's really coming in his own. That's what I told JW. He's peaking. He's hitting his prime. He says, this is when it usually happens. You know, uh, and on the way down here, uh, and, and I've faced this with other animals and live horses and stuff, and uh, just pray on the way down here, God, if, it's, I, if this is a decision I make to 
put him out of his pain, yeah. let it be the right one for yeah. this animal, you know, and, and uh, it is, you know, it sure is, you know, um, he's done his job, you know, uh, so it'll be all right, <laughs> you know, it'll be all right, you know, at the end of the day, for now, every day when I wake up at home and I leave the house, go straight to the barn and uh, find Jesus who is just so claustrophobic and not much of a, a guy. He is so claustrophobic. I, he, I pet him But isn't that a testimony to who Jesus is? He's yeah. like, I was never meant to be held in a box. Yeah, yeah I pet him every morning when I'm at home. and uh, I create my own boundaries, thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I remember one day in Vegas, but on, on Find Jesus there, I got in the pen with him. And, Scared me to death. And uh, I was like, no, he and I got this deal. And I don't I don't get in the pen with him now. I was but, holding my breath when yeah. you got in the pen with him. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's weird. It's it's, it's honestly weird to uh, describe the uh, the whole, even the, the day I decided to retire him. You know, yeah. I 100% know that he spoke through me through the Holy Spirit soon. Yeah. He laid down in the chute and... Uh, Everybody knows we talked about why he's here and he's named that for a ministry. And he laid down that shoot. And 110%, I felt him say, I've done my job. You go to yours. Well, for all of you that don't know, Nathan was in, in decision mode. And for all of us that do know, when we're in the moment of trying to make a decision, whether it's where we're going on a vacation, <laughs> you know, like from the smallest to the biggest, this was a huge uh decision that Nathan was was trying to make should we retire him or should we keep him going you know he may not be on this tour but we got possibilities on this tour what should we do and find Jesus laid down in the chute in in the buck and shoot is that kind of yeah, where he, laid down. And he was and like he, he made it that. for you and he usually gets right back up he just didn't do it and they threw the re-ride flag and I was like it was a PRCA deal and I was like huh I hear you bro yeah I hear you I felt you I hear you we get teared you up talking about it. Like, I'm kind deal. of teared up right now. And then, and then you know, and I'm He's just like, tickled to death. I can pet on him every day. Isn't it so crazy, though? Like, Jesus loves us so much that he speaks to us in such audible ways. A lot of times we're not listening because we're trying to make a decision. Talk it through. We've got to talk it out. We've got to mm -hmm. talk everything out. And here, that's how much he loved you enough to make it for you so you didn't have to make that decision. Because mm -hmm. that's a tough call. Yeah. It's a tough call to... to Retireable. It's a tough call to put an animal down. It, it, it didn't end like this it's with this other one. No, you know, and I'm thankful that. Yes. You know, he spared us that with him at least. You know? Yeah, yeah, he did. That's awesome. Well, Nathan, thanks for hanging out and sitting here and sharing your heart, bulls, business, babies. Yeah, I'm Belief. glad. We, I'm glad we did our Bible study <laughs> at the house. Yeah, I we told did. The guys in dead with the other day. I'm tired of sitting in the house. I'm ready to get this thing going again. And, and look forward to uh, getting back at it, you know, and, and having right. some good Bible studies. That's right. That's right. We And we always have a good here. I, whenever you come in, I, I don't. I think we always find the time to sit down and talk. That table in there, we just mm. kind of sit at the table and chat about it. A quarter of three strands is not easily broken. Ever. You know. <laughs> yeah. So. True story. Well, be careful going back today. Thank you. Thanks for visiting. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Hey, thanks. Live from Hart Cattle Company and Bull Housing in Love County, Oklahoma. <laughs> Is that a better deal That's than J.W. did? On there you his? go. I mean, <laughs> Is that what he's after? You didn't pick ticks, so <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. And if you have any questions about the podcast or questions for Leanne, 
please check out her website at leannhartministries.com. That's L-E-A-N-N-H-A-R-T ministries.com. If you'd like to book Leanne, you can do that for your services or event, and you can go to bookings on leannhartministries.com. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to connect with Leanne, you can do that by reaching out on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, as well as leannhartministries.com.